Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. My name is Sally Wallace. I am your host. This is my podcast. And if this is your first time uh, that you've actually clicked on an episode and thought, oh, I'll see what this weirdo is all about, then thank you and welcome. If you are coming back for more torture, then um, I, I think you're incredibly brave and I can't tell you how grateful I am for you popping back. And if you're having a binge, well, it looks like you are on my brain train. And so high five, girlfriend. <laughs> Well, you probably are thinking, what a fucking weirdo. Right, so seriously, if you are just sort of stopping by for the first time and have been dipping your toe in the podcast world, uh, then this is what to expect from this podcast. It is, it's like a conversation with a friend. That's how I like to describe my podcast. Do you know when I first started out, it was all about, yes, I want to talk more about IVF. And, um, and I do talk actually a lot about IVF because it's something that I'm going through at the moment. Well, I've actually been through already three times. Um, I I am planning on going from another one, but I've been thrown a few curveballs recently, which I will talk about actually uh, in a few weeks' time later on another podcast on on another episode. Um, so yeah, it is. It's just like there's there's just lots of life observations. Um, I've got some cracking guest speakers that share stories, share achievements, and sometimes I just don't think we champion each other enough as women. And therefore, I just think it's a wonderful platform to be able to sort of have a chat with some really like-minded people. And I just don't think we're doing that enough. I just don't think we are doing it enough. It's like when I went through IVF, I was so alone on it. It was a very lonely, lonely journey. And the more people I speak to, they say exactly the same thing. And it's not just IVF, it's everything. And it's not just fertility, it's career, it's having a family, it's becoming a mother. It's all these junctions that you come to in life as a woman, menopause, which I'm yet to get to, but the, the, the all these sort, sort of, they're not really stop signs because you don't want to stay there for too long. Like I said, they're just junctions and then you've just got to go a different direction. And, you know, some people spend thousands and thousands on therapy and I'm not going to knock that. I genuinely, I'm not going to knock that. It's, it's there for a reason. I myself have, have dabbled in, you know, alternative therapies and remedies and I've had huge benefits from it. But also at the same time, sometimes you just need a good fucking friend. You really do. And that's where I always say to, to my friends and to, to, to people that I meet is raise your friendship circles. Seriously. If you feel like you need to get shit off your chest, you, you've got to raise that vibration. You've got, to, you've got to go out there and you've got to look for people that are on your wavelength that are actually going to champion you rather than piss on you. So yes, <laughs> that's one way to start an episode, isn't it? <laughs> don't get pissed on that's my little advice for the day welcome um right i'm actually trying to look for a new swimsuit at the moment so i go cold water swimming i try and go once every four weeks um 
And I, I'm actually trying to challenge myself at the moment to go for um, an ice bath. Yes, I will obviously talk about this uh, on an episode when, when I get a chance to do it. But I realized that, okay, so this is my swimming costume. I bought a really lovely swimming costume and it's black and white and it looks really cool. And it's quite, uh, it's, it's like got chevrons all over it. But also I realized it's not very flattering on me. It's really nice. But also when you go swimming in the river... Um, you actually get so dirty in the river that um, it's stained <laughs> like my <laughs> in an uncomfortable place as well. Yes. No, it is. It's like brown stains on the <laughs> It's not on the crutch, but it's like above the back buttocks. I was just like, oh, people think I've shit my pants. Fucking hell. And it wasn't a cheap one either. So I thought, oh God. So I've soaked it and put some of my wonder white shit on it as well that I've bought. And it's all right, but I don't really want to wear it in the river again. So I thought, oh, go on and let's go and have a look for another swimming costume. Okay. This is like a whole different world now, isn't it? And don't get me wrong. I'm not sounding like an old fart, but I'm a woman, you know, I'm in my forties. I res- I'm, I'm very respectful of, um, the general public. Um, and also, you know, I do believe in, you know, freedom of the body and all this stuff, but at the same time, I don't particularly want to go out in a swimming costume and might as well just not be wearing one because that's exactly what I've come across recently. There is a lot of fanny on. <laughs> on <laughs> there is loads. I mean, seriously, I was like, oh, let's have a look on this website. Clicking through and I thought I'd come across some sort of sex site because there was just lips and ass. <laughs> and I don't mean upper lips. No, like bottom lip when i say fanny by the way if you're from the states i mean front bum not back bum that's your bum that's your ass your front bum's your fanny uh, and a whole uh, actually uh, uh, other load of other words as well which we like to call them in the uk um but yeah there's it's, it's really weird because it goes from one extreme to another so i've been looking for just like a nice i wanted navy blue i thought navy blue would be quite nice because i always tend to go for black and i thought i'll get a nice navy blue swimming costume so i've been looking for a nice navy blue swimming costume one preferably with a gusset um and um yeah it's it's fucking hilarious it's hilarious so now i was clicking on through this site and i (laughs) found myself just looking at women's (laughs) front asses and i was like how the fuck do they fit that there some of these gussets are so small that they i mean you could couldn't even use them as band-aids do you know what i mean like you couldn't even use it as a fucking plaster if you fell over this i just don't know how women balance them on their lips <laughs> maybe i actually have uh um well in fact i know for a fact that uh <laughs> i can't even believe i'm going down this route but fuck it we're all friends aren't we yes and come on if we don't talk about things like this when are we going to talk about things like this so as a woman i have well, i'm very not, i don't want to say well endowed because i don't have a penis but i do have should we say I, I, i've got a fair bit going on down there i've got a bit of junk going on <laughs> I need a gusset. That's probably the better way to put it. I can't wear a fucking bit of dental floss on, on, in, in, a, in a village, in a village where the river is when I go for a cold water swim. I can't do that. Everything would be hanging out either side. I would look like something that was about to go into the oven. It would not look right on me. And so I was just like, what the fuck? How do these women balance it on there? And do you know what, right? This is one thing I was pissing myself at. Always read the reviews. 
I always read the reviews because I, I myself leave reviews, but I like to leave really, I obviously think I'm really clever, but I'm not a bit of a dick, but I like to leave quite funny ones, especially if I've liked something or if I didn't like it. I'm, I don't believe I, I'm, I'm a bit old school in the fact that if you've got nothing nice to say, just don't say it at all because it's only nasty shit, isn't it? And even though I truly believe that this only words, you know, they only bother you if you let them bother you. Um, yeah, I don't ever leave nasty reviews. If I'm going to leave something nasty, I'd rather just speak to the company direct. I always leave like comedy ones. <laughs> this is brilliant. I was looking at this swimsuit and I'm not joking. Like the front bum was just, she didn't look like she had anything. There. It was like a Barbie doll, like seriously. I mean, I was even looking, I was actually zooming in looking for lips because they're so heavily airbrushed, aren't they? A lot of these vaginas are heavily airbrushed and the lips and everything are all heavily airbrushed when you look at them on the internet. And um, somebody had actually commented in the reviews, I don't think this woman has ever had the pleasure of a fart going forwards. <laughs> fucking brilliant i thought who has used these words this is genius this is my kind of person and it was left in a cryptic name because otherwise i would have followed that person on instagram because that is my kind of humor i was howling for ages like literally howling (laughs) a fart going forward now any woman who's got a bit of meat going on downstairs will totally howl at that and just be in fits so yeah i was you've got to read the reviews you've got to read the reviews and um Leggings shopping. I don't know if you wear leggings at all, but well, I practically live in them. They're just so comfy. And if you're trying to run around and put it this way, Roman is hands on. My son is very, my son's three and a half. He's very busy, but he's also into everything. So there's soil, sand, um, beans get everywhere. I mean, I found uh, like two fucking baked beans down the back of the dog's bed. And I was like, how the hell have these got here? Cause the dogs don't eat beans. So, um, yeah, everything's everywhere. And if you've got a nice top on and nice trousers, he'll come over and touch you with sticky fingers like jam or snot or anything that he's got on his hands at the time. will end up on my clothes. So leggings just, seem to be dead easy to wash and they're not that expensive and to be fair if you get a good pair as well it's not like 1980s leggings where you've got no lycra in the ass and then you really do look like you've shit yourself or you've got a nappy on um yeah i i always uh yeah i wear leggings that's it fucking hell i don't need to tell you why do i look at me look at me trying to defend the reason why i wear leggings i wear leggings okay because i put on some weight <laughs> and the elasticated weight is a pleasure so Fuck, I forgot what I was saying now. Yes, leggings, leggings shopping, right? Leggings shopping. If you look through different sites at leggings, okay, um, there's always the danger within certain uh, brands and stitching that you can get a bit of a camel toe, right? So the front, if you don't know what camel toe is, basically where you look like you've got a full on frontal sandwich. So you know when you're, the, your, your knickers go up your bum and you're like, oh my God, I've got an arse sandwich, a bum sandwich. A camel toe is like the, and you must know what a camel toe is. Also known as a hoof, I like to call it. Oh fuck, have I got a hoof? I've often said that. <laughs> And most recently, I don't know who, if anybody's ever heard this from, or maybe I've made this up actually because I'm a bit of a, a bit of a knob. Um, a, uh, you wait for it. Are you ready for this? You can use this one, by the way, in the near future if you actually enjoy, in, in, enjoy the sound of it. <clears throat> wait for it. A Punani Penini. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds brilliant. Basically, it's a front bum sandwich. A Punani Penini. I do prefer camel toe, I must say. Um, I love the word hoof. Oh my God, have I got a hoof in this? Uh, but no, I really, I think I've, I have made this up. I've never heard it before unless anybody else has invented it before me. But yeah, I really quite like the Punani Panini. <laughs> I think it sounds hilarious. <laughs>
oh listen if you can't make yourself laugh you're not really living are you and you've got to laugh at yourself first so yeah anyway if you look on these leggings websites there's a lot of um punani paninis going on like full on um and they're not being airbrushed out so it's funny that they can airbrush out the the you know the, the crutch on the swimsuit but not on the uh on the leggings and i found out that apparently camel toes are fashionable what the fuck seriously a camel toe is oh this is loosely said because it's not fashionable for me if i had a hoof i'd be devastated if somebody said sally you can see a camel toe that would be a game over i'd go home um yeah but apparently camel toes are fashionable it's fashionable to have that crease in your front crutch no no um anyway i was looking at these leggings i thought oh god they are really nice really nice leggings lovely like in the sale i was like oh bargain i'll get those i thought oh let me read the reviews clicked on the reviews started scrolling down and again genius woman some woman's put these are lovely love the design love the material however gave me the most horrendous camel toe had to return (laughs) brilliant I just love reviews. I just think they're great. I just think they're so funny. But even other people have commented and just put brilliant, like genius. Thanks for this. I won't buy them. Because who wants to have a fucking camel toe? Since when has that become attractive to have a camel toe? I'm sorry, no. I do not want to see your lips literally munching the material. Anyway, this has obviously got a little bit sort of graphic, hasn't it? But yeah, so I I still haven't found a swimming costume yet. I suppose that's what I was trying to say. I've I've just spent, honestly, spent about an hour just laughing. So I was like, that's not real. That's not real. That's not... Some some women's vaginas. And I just kind of thought, it's just, how the fuck are you supposed to wear that? In real life, how are you supposed to wear that? Um, Yeah, and you just can't. You just can't. So it's either one extreme. You either go to massive granny knickers sort of... Uh, swimsuit or you, you know you, you're literally going out wearing a, a postage stamp and a bit of string and that that would just upset other members of the cold swim <laughs> quickly jump in no thanks fucking hell anyway so i'm sure i'll get sorted with one anyway but i don't want to go you can't really go and try swimming costumes on can you it's, you've always got that piece of tape in the gusset anyway so i don't know where they put the tape in some of these gussets because they're absolutely non-existent but i have been i'll tell you what i have been doing i have been watching i follow wim Hof on um on instagram now i didn't ever watch that the thing that was on telly that everyone kept saying to me oh did you watch this with him in no no I, I don't i don't watch tv i don't get the fucking time um but i do follow him on instagram and i have watched a few interviews with him as well and i am i am quite taken with wim hof i have to say if you don't know who he is he's the ice man um that really champions cold water um sort of immersion cold water swimming he's oh my god there's something about him there is he's obviously a much older gentleman than myself but there is something about that man that i just think yeah that's a guy i like i just (laughs) i do i do i think he's totally in touch with his emotional side i think that there was once where i was watching an interview started crying i was fucking in tears watching him get really upset because i just think he's fabulous i have a real thing for women But, and I'm not afraid to say it. I even said to my husband the other night, I'm like, God, oh, do you know what? I absolutely love that man. He went, what? Hey, Charlie, 
he's old enough to be your dad. And I was like, no, I don't think he is, but that doesn't matter because I just, I just think he's marvellous. He's like, oh, fucking hell, Sally. But he is. I really do think he is. And uh, I think what he does and what he encourages and helps people to do and what he's overcome is, yeah, you can tell, can't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite taken with him. I'm, I'm rather smitten with him, to be fair with you. And he's, he's he, the, he, the way he talks about going into cold water it actually gives me more confidence to do it more and more because... It is a bit of a shocker, you know, it's a bit of a shocker. And I've got friends that would never go into cold water ever. And to be fair, in recent months, when I first started going like swimming in the river, wild, wild swimming and doing a wild wee, I am... Um it's not as cold as what you think it is because the weather's been fabulous in the UK this summer and it is going to get colder. So I want to do more cold water immersion to see if I could do a December dip. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and challenge myself. That's what I'm sort of building up to at the moment is to see if I can challenge myself to go to go swimming in December. Um, and that will be cold. That will be cold, cold in the UK. Um, but it's going to be a challenge. I like a challenge. I like a challenge. So, yeah, watch this space. I'll definitely keep you posted. Oh, my gosh, I've got to tell you this. Right, so where we live, I've mentioned this before on other episodes, we have a lot of hedgehogs. We get a lot of wild hedgehogs, and I don't keep them as pets. Um, they're, they're wild, they're in the garden, but we like to help them along because they're in massive decline at the moment, hedgehogs are. And we've got cameras on the house, so sort of not in the same area, like in different parts of the house around the garden. I've had about five in the garden at one time in different locations. But yeah, so you can imagine we've got a lot. We've got a lot of hedgehogs um, and I leave food out for them, hide food like all over the place. And we've, we have actually had some, we bought some proper huts for them as well, but they don't, they don't sleep in huts. They they tend to go into the hedges or they go into different sort of, we've got like a little wildlife thing at the back of the house where they tend to go in there really. Um, and as long as, it, I mean, we, we did find a dead one on the lawn the other morning, which was absolutely gutting because it was only a tiddler as well. So, you know, we just try and help them along as much as we can do. Most nights though, you'll find them at the back door. Once all the lights are off, they, they tend to go to the back door. Now there's, there's obviously they're not stupid that's where they know that the food is going to come from um and i try not to feed them at the back door as well but they do end up at the back door um but yeah they're they're great little characters hedgehogs did you know that hedgehogs can walk up to 11 miles in an evening and they're just honestly they're fascinating they're fascinating so if we can help them along that's exactly what we do um and the dogs don't bother with them well, Honey doesn't. So I've got two Jack Russells. Honey's not arsed in the slightest bit. Milo likes to run up to them and shout at them. But then he doesn't bother them. And he's very good, actually. He just leaves them alone. He doesn't leave them alone. But what he likes to do, he's, he's a super grass, Milo. He runs over to them and goes, as if to say, Mum, it's here, it's here. There's one in the garden. There's one in the garden. It's like, Milo, leave it alone. Get here now. Get here now. Shut up, shut up. You're going to wake the fucking neighbours up. Get in, get in. So, um... Yeah, he is. A, yeah, he's a bit of a super grass. So I was putting Roman's bed the other night and I was, uh, I'm going through this phase. Of, well, I'm not. Roman is going through the phase where you've got to lie on his bedroom floor and help him get to sleep. I'm not asked about that. I think that's lovely. He's not going to want me to do that when he's 16, is he? So I'm just enjoying every minute of it. So I'm lying on his bedroom floor and I can hear Scott, my husband, downstairs going, hang on, loads of effing and jeffing, like, oh, fucking my little... Like this, the back door's going, and he's like, fuck's sake. I thought, oh, for God's sake, why is he shouting at the dogs? What's going on now? So by the time Roman had gone to sleep, I came downstairs, and Scott was in the lounge, sat with Milo on the sofa. Now, Milo is not allowed on the sofa because he molts like a motherfucker like a serious this dog can leave i mean you could you know people say they make oh i could knit gloves from my dog's hair yeah you could probably knit a coat okay he is he's only small he's smaller than a cat but he molts like you would not believe he's got in fairness he has got an incredible coat and it is an amazing coat but it's like an outdoors coat i think milo's 
mum was a ratter on a farm. She was like one of the best ratters. And then she was bred in a barn. I think Milo was born in the barn and then he was taken inside to the house with the rest of his, like the litter. Um, so yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's the weirdest dog. I've said this so many times. He's the weirdest dog I've ever owned. And this is actually champions that. Okay. So Scott's opened the back door because Milo's needed a wee and there's no lights on outside and it's pitch black at our house, right? And the no lights on. Open the back door and there is a massive hedgehog sat on the back doorstep, right? Massive hedgehog. <laughs> so Scott's opened the door. Milo's gone to go out of the um, the back door. So Milo obviously knew there was, head- there was a hedgehog there because he's going... <laughs> Like super grass. There's a hedgehog outside. There's a hedgehog outside. And then Scott's gone. Oh, I need a fucking wee. Open the door. And Milo's gone to run outside, thinking that the hedgehog wasn't that close to it. I, like lost his footing, jumped over it, but actually landed on it. <laughs> Fully landed on the hedgehog. And the hedgehog. And Scott said that he landed on it. All the prickles went in, and he went <laughs> like that. He managed to get himself, obviously it's not like a, you know, it wasn't like he sort of like speared himself or anything like that or impaled himself. He, he got off it and ran off, didn't we? He came back, the hedgehogs, the hedgehogs are pretty quick, you know, and then he'd run off. But Scott said he felt, I felt really fucking sorry for him. So I picked him up, checked him, he's fine, I brought him inside. So Scott sat on the sofa with Milo, but Milo landed belly on a hedgehog. I couldn't even believe it. And I said, Scott, what is wrong with our dog? Why is he so weird? He's just so weird. <laughs> and when I say he's weird, like he will get on the trampoline. He doesn't care. And we've got one of those swings, you know, like that's a big round swing. Um, and it's like a net kind of thing. You can, you can all sit on it. It's like a big loop. Um, and it's, oh, I can't even think of a way to describe it. Like a hammocky thing. Yeah. Yeah. Milo will get on that. He doesn't mind. He'll get on that for a few swings. And then Roman, Roman's got a little electric car. And then we, we did have a pickup on the back of it where you could put things in it. But Roman kept standing in it and we thought, right, he's going to break that. But before we took it off, Milo used to sit in it, waiting for Roman to take him out. <laughs> So he's, he's fine. Hedgehog's fine because we checked on the cameras later on. He's a big hedgehog. He's got like, he was fucking huge. He was sat on the back doorstep and scared the shit out of Milo. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. Have you ever heard of yoni steaming or steaming your yoni? Now, this is something that I've only come across recently um, and it was on Instagram. There was a girl that I follow. And I think she's fabulous. She's hilarious. She's got a good sense of humor. She's from the States and she was actually doing a reel about steaming her yoni. And I was like, what is a yoni? Obviously, it's your lady garden. I've talked a lot about vaginas on this episode, haven't I? Oh, do you know what? Welcome it. If it's not for you, I, I totally understand if you want to turn off and you don't like the word gusset, lips, vagina, punini, punani, punini. Anyway, she was talking about how she steamed a yoni, um, and she got like a like a I suppose it was like a bowl, like a bowl of herbs that she puts boiling water in, and then put them in the toilet pan, and then sat over them with no knickers on, and then a towel over her crotch to obviously keep the steam in, and steamed her and steamed her, her foof. That was it. So I've been looking into this and seeing if there are actually any health benefits in it, and apparently it's. It is good for you. It is good for you. As long as you get the right stuff, just be careful as well. Obviously, you don't want to burn your panini. Panini? Fucking hell. Don't burn your toast, love. (laughs) Don't burn me sandwich. (laughs) You don't want to burn your friend. So... 
yeah, if, if it's something that you've done or something that you know about, you, can you please get in contact with me? Because I find this fascinating. This is not something that's just come about recently. It's been going on for centuries, but it's, uh, it's it, apparently it helps with uh, fertility. It's obviously like a natural cleanse as well. Uh, there's loads of health benefits to it I was reading about. So yeah, if yoni steaming is something that, if it's something you do, um, yeah, you've got to let me know about that one because uh, again, it fascinates me. Things like this absolutely fascinate me. You can tell that my life isn't always, you know, I'm not one of these people that's, um, should we say fascinated by the dull and boring? No, I'm really not into that. I like things that are like, ooh, what's that? Can I give that a go as well? <laughs> that's all I'm thinking. You know, for a fact, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I wonder if I could steam my ass. <laughs> and whilst I'm there, can I do Scots as well? Oh, that's another show. Right, listen, have a cracking week. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to this episode. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you coming back or if you've popped by for the first time, welcome. I hope you'll come again. Um, if you are not already, then why don't you just give me a follow on social media? It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum if you're on Instagram. It's the same as well if you're on Facebook uh, too. And did you go and have a look at that reel? Two and a half million it's had now views on the shit reel. If you've not seen it already, it is on the Instagram page. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know why, but I'm really quite proud of myself that I've had such huge hits. It's like, the thing is, like, all the rest of my reels have got like four or 17 hits. And then <laughs> this one's got two. 2.5 million. <laughs> Never mind, I'll be popular one day. Yeah, go and find me. Social media is at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. And then whatever platform you're listening on, why don't you drop me a five star rating? It would honestly, I would be so grateful for you to share this as well with your friends because this means that I can keep bringing you more and more smiles and putting it out there to people, which is exactly what I want to do. Uh, creating a good conversation with like minded women. Ugh, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, yeah, like I said, follow me on socials. And then if you are listening, drop us a five star rating. Have a cracking week and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.